This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. People have been bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hello and welcome to Mess in Progress with myself, Gina Brion, and my lovely co-host, Catherine G. Mendoza. Did you like my more like tame yes. intro? You Usually like you're loud about it. I know I'm trying not to be loud. Yeah. When I have I have had a surprising amount of uh, marijuana of <laughs> drugs. <laughs> I love when you say drugs. <laughs> I know. Say it again. Drugs. I don't know why I love I, that. When I was on tour with Gabriel, that's how I used to tell the uh tour bus driver Dave, shout out to Dave, that I was gonna go smoke <laughs> I was gonna go smoke weed. I'd be like, I'm gonna go smoke drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um before we get into this uh, whole smoking drugs thing, uh our guest today uh was just at what I I guess I could call a high brunch. Our guest today is contemporary artist Tony Peralta. Tony, say hi to the people. Hi to the people. <laughs> hi to the people. <laughs> so you were just at a high brunch. What, what was that like? How was it? It was cool. Um, there was like over a hundred and something, like 130 people there. What? Lord. Yeah. Um, and um, it was like microdosing, whatever that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm like micro high. <laughs> you're micro high. You're micro high. I am not micro high. Yeah. I am the maximum amount I'm like of high. I'm like really like chill. You chilling? Yeah. Yeah, I know that high. That's a good. Yeah. But that makes sense. You said 130? 130 people. Yeah. So you don't want every like 130 people at the maximum no, high. No, no, no. That's a lot. No, no, no. But it was it was cool. Um, I was um, being super antisocial. Are you like that when, when you're getting high? No, I just don't. I'm like that one around people I don't know. Even I though there it. was, um, uh, I was invited by the chef, but that was the first time I met him. And then this guy that I know was there, and he happens to be partners of this thing that was mm. going on. But there was, like, other people, and I was just like, whatever. Was everybody, um, like, an artist at this event? Um, No. There was, uh, I don't know what they were. Huh. I think people bought tickets online. Oh, and get then out. So it was, like, an event event. Yeah, they they do this uh, every month. Oh, it's called the ninety ninth cool. floor. Oh wow! So See, they have a cool. they have a um, uh, IG. Nice. And um, yeah, floor. the dude, um, me, Chef Miguel, is Dominican dude that I follow online. Oh, that sounds awesome! Yeah. I would love to go to. It wasn't like Dominican that. food though, but Let's you which is good. No, I live in the Heights. I have that every day. <laughs> I mean, it's available to me all the time. So, so you weren't disappointed that it was. What kind of food was it though? It was um like, there was some sort of uh, truffle hollandaise sauce. Ooh, that truffle. Like, that sounds fancy. With like some like vegetables and stuff. You think by the. There wasn't. I'm still. I'm kind of hungry. Because <laughs> it was fancy food. Because it was like to like. It was just like a little bit. Yeah, exactly. They give you just a little tiny that was an portion. appetizer. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing, the three yeah. course, and the second course was like this um, brisket with like um, cheddar grits 
and Ooh, like cheddar cheddar grits. cheddar grits yeah wow. oh with a with a poached egg on top <gasps> cheddar grits with a poached egg where is this place i'm going right now <laughs> y'all have fun on the podcast Imagine you go. just leave <laughs> i'm gonna go get a poached egg that's my favorite <laughs> yeah poached egg on some have you have you ever experienced a poached egg on cheddar have grits? i experienced have you po- exper- it's an experience on grits on grits my child nah i'm taking you to my favorite spot grits and poached eggs yo spot? it's legit it is a brunch spot and they do like a new orleans style brunch mm-hmm. oh that joint is legit let's just go <laughs> y'all let's just go let's just go right now this has been a great uh five minute episode <laughs> thank you and good night <laughs> okay real quick um i do want to get into how y'all know each other because i know that you and Catherine have known each other for a really long time i know that she's worked with a lot of uh influencers and artists over the years how did y'all initially get to know each other and i know you guys have done i think you did a project together as well um that's actually how we got to know each other oh excellent yeah um Catherine uh sent me an email when she was working at me too about uh, link meeting up and doing some sort of a feature i think yeah you might have worded yeah yeah i probably did <laughs> i mean it was more like um so how i i think i found you because you were um your um rolos and icons exhibit was in the lower east side yes and which i loved by i the way. saw i thought that you. was gr- absolutely great i saw somebody post it and i was just like okay that's like at walking distance to my house so i went there and then i had like stayed up on ig so by the time i got to me too i was like well, that'd be a really cool personal like profile yeah and then that's just kind of how we met yeah, yeah. we spoke, spending a day in we the literally heights. no but the funny thing is that the day that we met um we found out we were cancers oh, and that's we, nice. we were like we spoke for like two or three hours yeah we went because we were because we were sitting down and then we went to the park yeah because we went to some like coffee spot you know, a formal meeting. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just, once that was over, it was kind of like... Yeah, you still want to chill? You're from New York City, <laughs> yeah. So, like, tell me yeah. more about yourself. Yeah. Just, yeah. Chill. Then just never stopped being emotional, antisocial cancers in <laughs> similar <laughs> situations. But that's good when you find somebody, I feel like, that you connect with yeah. on that level where it's like, I could just chill with you anytime. Yeah. Like, I like having people in my life like that. It's been very weird and random because a couple of... what. A couple of months later, we were freaking roommates. At, oh my well, we God. went to LA. Yeah, well, because again, I was still working at and um at Me Too, uh-huh. and you were doing the second installment of that. Yeah. Right in LA, mm-hmm. and we were both just having to go at the same time, so it was like let's just share an Airbnb together. But we, oh, didn't, we didn't know each other like that. No, not really. Damn, this that is also no, it's, that's it's, awkward. It's, well, it's not. It, it wasn't, wasn't awkward. It, wasn't it was awkward. just more like. Uh, sharing a room with a girl well we didn't even share a room but we didn't share the room we were just like in the same space in the same space yeah and that's a good idea that was though. The f- that, that was the first time for me doing that, something like that, that yeah was- same so yeah i was- love airbnb though i'm not even i love airbnbs lie. too yo, airbnb is the bomb yo yeah. me and my husband stayed at one uh in cali once when he came to see me because there's not a lot of people that have a lot of room for me to be like, hey, can me and my husband stay with you? So we just got an Airbnb, and it was the best. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had our own little private entrance. Yeah. It was I only great. use Airbnbs when I travel. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. We did it for our whole honeymoon. We mm. did nothing but Airbnbs all around uh, Europa <laughs> because we were <laughs> a fancy, and we went to uh, Europa. <laughs> You're so um, where 
you're originally you're born and raised in New York, right? Yeah. Your well, first generation. First generation. Born first generation and Dominican. Dominican, yeah. Yes. Born and raised in Washington Heights. And um, did you find it uh, for your parents? Was it hard for them to acclimate to life in the states? I don't think so. No. Um, I mean, I grew up with a single mom. Okay. But um, my father lived here as well. Um, my father was a bodeguero. And my mom worked in a, in a in a factory for a bit, but I don't think so. I don't. I never. You never I, noticed any. Kind I never of noticed it. Were you ever? Because I noticed. I, I she would go back, but the thing is, she would go back all the time though. Oh, that's, okay. That's really it. There's people that never went back to the American Republic. My mom was going back all the time. But did yeah. you ever have this? Because I didn't have this experience, but I have an older sister, right? And she's the one who kind of like pioneered my mother into the United States. So she had to read those documents that my mother didn't understand. Did you yeah. have to do that? Yes. And the thing is that I have uh, f- three other siblings, but it always fell on me, the third one. Mm. for some reason mm. and the funny thing is that i wasn't good at um reading no just like <laughs> like so like, uh, yes, I, I, mommy, una cosa que yo no sé una vaina y, uh, interpreting like, i'm just interpreting yeah. but i'm just leaving so much information <laughs> one because i'm a kid so i'm not understanding yeah. english that well yeah. and um and, and you're then, a kid and then trying to you know uh talk to my mom in spanish when it was starting to get like terrible so Mm. yeah so it, it was it was interesting wow yeah now i'm a i'm a big fan of your rotos and icons uh series i loved that series Thank you. um but can you tell me and everybody listening technically mm-hmm. listeners more about your artwork what you do yeah so that they can get to know a little bit more about you yeah so my um i'm an artist i'm a contemporary artist i do um basically like what warhol used to do the medium that he does what he used to was um silkscreen which is basically the same techniques that's used when you like printing t-shirts but it's on a large scale and you know multiple colors and then i also like mess around with like the technique and I don't know, you just had to be there. But is that? <laughs> is okay, that? Well, we'll send the link of the video I made <laughs> yeah. of him three yeah. years ago so that you guys so you can, can see it, learn even more. Yeah, so um, that's what I do. I also own a clothing company called the Peralta Project, and I have a shop uptown called Tayel Peralta, um, which Tayel means workshop. So um, that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. What do, now what in your workshop what do you is that where you do most of your t-shirt printing yeah is that, okay so yeah, that's, that's what where you sell all your stuff there at that shop yeah so it's not a, a typical uh, traditional retail shop um it's more where i run the online business part of my my business um it's yeah i live a few blocks away i have a staff that works for me so they take care of online and then the the cherry on top is um there's a small um, retail aspect of it but it's different where everything is made to order so we don't necessarily when you you know there's when you come there is like what do you want like yeah you're, you're here for, for a specific thing yeah it's yeah. really cool if you see it like there's a wall that just has like framed um images of his work mm-hmm. and so you get to kind of like pick select from that Oh, that's great. Yeah. You can just pick from there and you can say, hey, can I get that on a T-shirt? On a T-shirt right. or a hoodie right. or a crew neck. Oh, yeah. that sounds like awesome. Other than hats and stuff, those yeah. are already there. Yeah. Those get made. And yeah. it feels very customized in a weird way yeah. for oh. like a shop where experience. Is, uh, where is your shop? It's on in Inwood um, off of Dykeman Street. Uh, oh, so I used sh- to live in, off of Dykeman yeah, Street. Yeah, it's a street oh. called Henshaw, which a lot of people don't tend to know, but it's one of these weird side streets. 
Oh, awesome. Well, we're going to definitely have to add that like in the episode so people can go visit it because I'm going to go visit. I'm going to get me a shirt for real. <laughs> <laughs> when did you realize that you had this love or passion for art? Like how old were you when you when you when it kind of dawned on you? Yeah. No, I've been doing it all my life. So um, my mom said that I've been drawing ever since I was a kid. Um, my earliest memory of of like art is getting in trouble um, in kindergarten. Because uh, I was the first day of school, because I was attracting too much attention to myself, because I was trying mm. to draw the teacher. So I was, I was, I've always been a visual person, and mm. I was a visual learner, uh, which I didn't know back then. A lot Same. of people didn't know that. So um, I would get bored and always doodle um, on my notebooks. So all the notebooks, even in college, I was doodling. <laughs> you yeah. still were doodling on your I notebooks? Still was yeah. do I was still doodling in my notebooks because science and math was boring. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> the only doodling I, totally I did was that. drawing little hearts. Like, you swear, I was most in my feelings, little kid, like just hearts all over the place. Yeah. I was I basic. You know that S? The, the stick. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's the only thing yeah. I could do ever. <laughs> I swear to God. That's, that was on every notebook. And you thought you was nice with it oh when my you God, did I it, too. It you so were like, yo, I'm nice yeah. with the stick figure, yo. Hell yeah. Yo, I thought I was nice with it for a minute, too. I bought a little sketchbook one time. Mm. And then I realized when I saw actual people that were good at it, I was yeah. like, oh, I stink. I'm going yeah. to burn this sketchbook. <laughs> Nobody can ever know the crap I wrote, I drew in this thing. Yeah. I'm very envious of people who can actually, uh, who are artists who can actually draw and, yeah. and conceptualize something yeah. and just put it on a screen or mm -hmm. on something. Like, I'm always so amazed by those people. Because, yeah. I mean, creativity is something I've always been like. I love just, it. Yeah, I get so into everybody's different type of art. Me too. Isn't it great? I love it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was telling Catherine, you know, I was at the cellar the other day and I just <sighs> love y'all hangout yeah <laughs> like i just love seeing like oh those are all comics and they're all friends and they come like it's so it's it's pretty cool i love when artists yeah, yeah i love when artists hang out with other artists yes because i feel like so much creativity happens You're so in happy that yeah yeah because we're all expressing ourselves yeah. we're all using our art exactly and it's usually unless there are some haters is usually there's some haters. there's always some haters but it's usually a very happy like experience when you're yeah. with other creatives oh it didn't God. always used to be that way at the cellar i uh -huh. will say this there used to be a lot of bullies over there that um unfortunately they were bullies but they were great comics and unfortunately a lot of them have passed away which made it a better hang over yeah. there but you know i still there's still I think, but that's also just testing you like yeah do you even you belo belong yeah here? yeah like yeah. it's it's there's it's, a bit of hazing it's right. hazing yeah. it's it's um you know I don't know. It's just I feel like you know you're protective yes. of this. It's very sacred. The community. Yeah, yeah. yeah your community. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. There are people that come in and you're like, you really don't belong yeah. in this group. Well, do you belong mm -hmm. at this table? Yeah. And that's not to be rude, but some people just okay. You don't belong at this table. So the hazing kind of like weeds out the weak. It really yeah. does. Yeah. It weeds out the it weak. It really for sure. does. Yes. It really does, man. Yeah. There were people that I mean were brutally hazed. Yeah. Damn. And, and I would be like, just hold it. on, just hold on a little bit longer. Well, when you're a fan, well, if you're real, if you like really about that life, you would hang, you yeah. would hang on. You, you know would, oh, yeah. would stick around. You want to be part of this thing so bad. And you would take the hits and then they would respect you, ironically yeah. enough. That reminds me of like hood politics because it's the same thing on any basic block in a hood. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, you know, those are the people you want to chill with. Mm -hmm. And you might get a few like, Things here and there. Can they you throw it back? On you. Yeah. Can you throw it back? And if you could, then that's how you build the respect. 
Well, that's what's missing in today's society. Hood politics? No, <laughs> just like, you know, um, going through it. Being, you know, um, yeah. uh, in Dominican, say, dándole cuerda a uno. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like, it, you get to that point where you're so pissed off that you want to fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me a, a, try to give a translation to that. Cuerda is, um, I mean, I don't know. It's just when you get to that point that you're so pissed off because somebody's making fun of you. So it's cutting ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like it's, but it's but but it's like somebody hitting a nerve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, breaking balls. Yeah, yeah breaking okay. balls. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. <laughs> and man, you know, I I grew up with a friend, um, Jose. Um, we used to call him Bumpy, who was like a master at on the Bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo, that's a messed up Can't, nickname. Why was he named? Because he had a bump in his nose. I'm done. But Yo. the funny thing, he, he had a bump because Bumpy could have meant so he, many was things. Was he Ecuadorian? No, he's Dominican. Ay, bueno. But he looked like <laughs> wow. but he was light skinned. He was like he not only that not that he was light skinned, but he looked like he looked part Puerto Rican and part something else. Uh, but uh, I think if un chanclet un chancletazo que le, le, le dieron ahí. <laughs> oh wait, so it wasn't a natural bump. No, no, he, he got he got hit with like a the, like you, you, yeah, no, but you know, like the wooden ones that like the women yeah. used to wear the nurses. <laughs> I think got hit the by old that. ones. A clog? Yeah. Somebody hit him. Yeah, with a like clog? A, like Yo. a mini clog. The a little mini small. Clog? You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah, yeah. Um, I oh think my. they hit him with that, and, and he um, got a bump on his when nose. Yeah, he used he was to forever bumpy. break his balls. No, he broke ours. Oh really? Oh, yes. Bumpy had jokes. What was your nickname? What was Jose's nickname? Oh no, my nickname. Oh no, his is like his was Bumpy. My nickname around the around the way. You don't know it? No, La Momia. Oh, yeah, I knew that. La Momia, because yeah. I have sleepy eyes. Oh. <laughs> but that's not even that insulting. That's not that, but that was, But that was my nickname. Yeah. That's not bad. That's yeah, not Dima bad. La Momia. That's Did you have a nickname? people used to say that. I have one. It's horrible. I want to know. I I, know. It's I'm horrible. trying to think if I've had a nickname, if I've ever really had a nickname. The only time I ever had a nickname was when I was doing jujitsu. And right. everybody, everybody got a nickname at this school that I was at. Shout out to Animals MMA, where I used to train in Yonkers. And uh, my nickname was uh, Suela. It was short for Consuela, which is the housekeeper from Consuela. Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> that's what they Done. used to call me. Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's actually really good. It's <laughs> a funny good. one, though. That's the only time I've had it. You had a nickname. What was your nickname, though? Tarbo. Come on, Catherine. Okay, I, 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 shit. We were vulnerable. Yeah. His isn't bad. Yours is hilarious. <laughs> yes. Mine is just terrible um all right so i should precursor i grew up with all of my sisters like and the older guys that they like would chill with okay so i was always the little one and <laughs> i was really loud and like hyperactive as a kid so um one of her exes called me the keebler elf because the keebler elf. yes he was like you just randomly come into situations and i was like that little kid so they would just call me keebler that's <laughs> funny keebler. but that's not bad oh it that's not imagine bad. Like, imagine being a little girl who's trying to be like, because like the little cute boys on your block, but they out here like, yo, Keebler, you're like, yo, stop. Nobody's going to like me because of this. So yeah. Then I, no, that, I forgot the other nickname I had. Damn, this one was messed up though. Because it's way worse than Keebler. They used to call me Chuleta. <laughs> <I used to> <laughs> <be> <laughs> 
I worked, I worked with these Mexican dudes and they called me That's chuleta, messed. which means oh. pork chop. Um, it's <laughs> yummy though, because I was a little chunky and they called chuleta me chuleta. chuleta. Yo. chuleta. Yeah, <laughs> that no. was embarrassing. Chuleta was worse than suela to me. I thought that was, hey, Keebler's not that bad. You a cute little elf, son, and you make cookies. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he you was just, cookies. he was seeing my future. That's all it was. <laughs> that was, that was it. He was just seeing your future like, of cookies. She's going to bake some cookies one <laughs> She's going to bake some cookies. She like herself some cookies. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever, even in school, like, I'm trying to think even if comics were the meanest thing a comic ever said to me. <laughs> But it was also really funny. It was back in the day. I was, uh, I had, it was one of the first times I met Patrice O'Neill. Mm. And uh, I had this um, cheap little like Nokia phone. And I guess I must have had it in my hand. And he looked at it and he said, what is that, a bringer phone? You got to bring five people to the store just to get that phone. <laughs> and my confidence. I was like, pew, 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 pew. You shut down? I just shut down completely. <laughs> I was like, no response. <laughs> I just had nothing. I was freaking broken i was like i'm gonna put my nokia away (laughs) i'm never gonna come hang out with you guys (laughs) yeah i can't i cannot um uh what would you say actually this is a good one what would you say is the biggest misconception people have about you uh well people this people think that i'm an asshole um I'm gonna go with that one. <laughs> people think that <laughs> he didn't even try after that. No, because like, I don't want to bring up the. Why other would one. Why would people think that though? Because uh, proje- uh, people are projecting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you I know, feel it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty quiet person sometimes. Or like, if I don't know you, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. So if I walk, I in, respect it. Yeah. So if I walk in somewhere, I'm just gonna, you know, just look around and like i ain't i'm not talking to anybody i don't know what to talk to people about so mm. um so people have their own misconception when it comes to that you know see i think i get the same thing like people people think that i don't like them or that i i hate them in some way because i don't associate with them and it's just like yeah. you have nothing to do with my life yeah so <laughs> it's so annoying <laughs> i'm like you have nothing to do with my why would i ever even think of you yeah. why would i put invest time in hating you when I don't even know you. Yeah. Yeah, it's mad. But work. people people take it personally yeah. when you don't pay attention to them. Yeah. Well, I think that for you too, especially because if you walk into a room and they relatively recognize you, mm-hmm. they expect you to be on. You know what I mean? Like that is to like possible, yeah. to like come in and like want attention. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably why the misconception is there. Yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, we're all here. Why wouldn't he like go up to somebody and talk to them? Where's somebody for what? That's just exactly. like you said. They're projecting. That's exactly. My they're, they're, For what? They're projecting this idea they've made of who they think. Like that's you too are. much. That's a, the thing is that it's too much work to think about what you want to talk to to somebody you don't know. Yeah. To a that's stranger. Right. Like to a stranger, it's too much work. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> if I see Catherine, I'm like, Yo, what's up? Yeah. Like how was you know the wedding you went to or right. yeah whatever you know what I'm saying? Uh, how's the podcast going? I don't know you, so it's like, what I'm going to talk to you about? My That's person true. I don't know, please give me your stats <laughs> <laughs> so I can have something to talk to you about. Yeah. Yes. Because no. I, I really don't know what to say to people. And I'm yeah. the same way. Like, I can be very antisocial. If I'm in a situation where I don't know a lot of people, mm-hmm. 
like you go to a lot of events i'm sure i've been to my share my fair share of events and i just i just sit and chill by myself like yeah. i really could care less she'll of, text me i'll That's text her does. constantly i'll be like yo this is lame why are you not here yeah, yeah. like i want to be with people i know yeah and i want to chill with and talk with people i know so if i don't know you and i don't say hi to you it's not because i hate you it's because you are irrelevant <laughs> in the story of my life has that always been a misconception for you no, nah, I mean, when I was younger, I was just a really shy kid. So it was just Tony's quiet. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But when you know somebody, I bet you it's totally different. Like when, I, when I'm when i with people I know, when I'm chilling. <sighs> yeah, there's different levels, man. There's like my staff sees like the silliness. You know, I'll just break up, break out dancing and stuff like that. Or I'm always singing in the shop. You know That's what I'm saying? Like, great. I love that. Um, you know, even like. Even when in work environments and new work environments, I remember um, the last one of the last places I worked. We was on our way to China and we was joking around a lot. And this girl, her name is Jennifer, a really good friend of mine. She was like, "Wow, you're so I di- I didn't know you was like this silly. Like, you know, you're just so serious and like." And I'm like, "People see that other side <laughs> of your personality." Y'all. And they'd I be love like, the Whoa. emojis Nancy just yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, you know, I don't know, what's going like, on. I don't know you, Next especially too. now, like. I don't play I don't I don't ah man because you know why because there's been I'm a lot more protective now because I've been in situations and talking to strangers where you felt comfortable and then on Twitter or Facebook whatever somebody brings up a conversation you had with them Mm. oh but you know I remember when you said xyz Mm -hmm. and I'm like what lord you know what I'm saying? Like, you know why you can't even trust people you're talking to? You really can't. And that's you know? the thing. When people wonder, like, why, like, ask yourself why somebody's being antisocial in the first place yeah. before you automatically place them in a category of that person's an asshole or that yeah. person's this. Like, why is that person being antisocial? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because they don't trust nobody. Yeah. Why are you also analyzing it to this degree? Because people get like, butt hurt when they're saying. not paid attention no, to yeah. Not only that, but it's like, yeah, like, you know, or you said something... If I if you said something on Twitter and I'd be like, well, Catherine, that's not what you said when, when you was with me at the bar last night about God knows what like whiskey also, being that's terrible. That's a text message, not a Twitter post. You yeah. freaking idiot. But it's like, but it's like but I don't you know or like somebody you don't know like it's it's been like a couple of times with people that I I just had like I have you know a conversation with like I don't like to say certain things on. Like the other day, I was going back and forth with Zoila, and I was like, "Yeah, I have something to say about that, but I'll tell you in person." Yeah, <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, I'm like, not putting my, I'm like, I'm not, it's, I'm no, not putting into that trap. It's a in personal this, thing. There's personal yeah. relationships. In this climate now, yeah, anything you about. say or you put in yeah, writing will come back to you. Yeah, that Yo, ass. Even like with certain DMs with people, like absolutely, Jesus. of course, because you, you know what? I'm not gonna do anything that you're gonna. I'm not gonna say something to you. That you're not gonna be you're gonna be able to screenshot exactly you don't want to give people yeah. receipt. So I'm like I try to be very cautious because I was definitely yeah. stupid in my younger years and I'm like, man, I wish I regret yeah, all those sure. things that text messages I probably sent that people screenshotted and yep. stuff. Like you're just like because people are waiting to take you down at some point. That oh yeah. Facts. There's a lot of people that will see you get success and mm. can't wait to take you down. Mm-hmm. And they'll go into that Rolodex of stuff you text them and they'll be like, Aha! Back in ninety seven. <laughs> You wasn't talking like that. <laughs> you like, uh, slow your roll. I was a different person in 97. I had my Nokia phone back in 97. I know Sasha told you about that that kind of kooky girl. No. Um, the other day from, from like, the cell, the, when they were doing the thing at the cellar, there was this girl there. And I, oh. yes, and I met this girl somewhere, mm-hmm. right? 
because oh I follow you on Instagram type situation, uh, uh-huh. right? She was weird and it in was real super life. intense. I remember her. Yeah, I met her at but the seller. Super after. intense, but then the like, unfortunately, I gave her my number. Unfortunately, and so there was a point that it just got weird, and I was like, you know what? We could stop right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I respect that. And, but I didn't. But she was saying more stuff that, and I was like. You know, I at one point I just blocked it because it's yeah. like I'm not even going to I'm give you an explanation you. or whatever because because the the day after the seller she wrote this letter and tags me on IG. Wait, what? Oh. Yeah, that's. I mean, oh, here's my. But thing. she didn't show. She didn't show my name. Yeah. But Sasha the next day was like, "Yo, you saw this?" And I'm like, "What did I say oh. on Twitter?" You know what I'm saying? And I was like, whoa, this is nuts. I've she removed wrote, tags before yeah. because people have tagged me and stuff that I'm like, nah. But she could it was on IG stories, so it was like you could uh, it was for me to see it. Yeah. So she it was like a journal know. entry about me. About you? Oh Yo. Do you know anything as to what it said? Like do you remember? Yeah, anything? I have it. I'll show it to you later. I, oh, thank you. Damn, Yay. I wish we could have seen it before. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> you could have roasted this chick. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. I, I, you see, I'm very careful even what I'm yeah, saying. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And yes, in those situations, it's interesting because that person does have a specific following and they do something. Yeah. Yes. I had I Which had, is very sad. That's yes, the part I had heard about the person um prior and then I met them that night. And it's funny because I was in the in that group with Tasha and yeah. all of them. And there was a point in the group where one of the other girls literally screams out, and once I say it, you're going to know who it was. Um, Yo, whose mans is this? Oh, wow. Okay, I know who it is. Because <laughs> she told me. <laughs> Yo, whose mans is that? Yo, By the way, that's my favorite phrase. But, but the, whose mans is The this? funny thing is that we all stay quiet, and we realize she's unaware that she's talking about her. So wow. at this point, she just... It gets awkward because it takes like five minutes. The person who says it at this point is done with her, is not trying to mess with her. Wow. And now we're stuck in what's about to be because she's like a little kooky, but she also seemed like she's ready to like have beef with somebody. Yeah. Mm. You know that girl who's like, you're not right. She ain't afraid to fight. It was that moment. And it was very interesting to watch because when you're saying that the the messages were mm-hmm. extra, same thing in real life. Mm. It was like once she gets shut down, it's not like she like took the hint. Kept the yeah. broken. No, oh. it was like now I need to prove myself. Yeah, and so that's when we all dispersed. We were yeah. all like, "That's it. Goodbye. Wow. Have a good night." Wow. Yeah. No, but here's the funny thing: we all went outside. We were like, "Oh, good night, good night." And then she went into a cab, and we all went back in. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, Yo, y'all played her. That G level of Yo, playing that's somebody. A good one, that's a real. Wow, you really played her. She it thought everybody a... was leaving. Yeah. And then here's the thing: I'll be, I'm the nice person to be like, "Let me help you catch a cab." Like, yeah. I will get you. You're the you fake in. nice person. That's like, How? let me get you get a let cab. Me get you. So can, I can, can get you, you out of here. here. <laughs> Thank you. We got it was so great meeting you. Bye. Oh well. Bye, you dumb hoe. <laughs> that's really what you said in your in your brain piece very much so. um here's a another good one uh how would you like to be remembered if you could sum it up in three words how would you like to be remembered in three words i think um he represented for the under for the underrepresented so it's basically my 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 um purpose in life so i think that's what i'll be remembered for like giving probably. a voice to people that were voiceless in a sense yeah and putting um certain things uh on the forefront i guess yeah talking about certain things 
Mm-hmm. I like that. That's yeah. dope. Like uh, giving a voice to the voiceless or talking about things that mm-hmm. people don't normally bring attention yeah. to. No, I like, because the thing is with me is like, I like to um, talk about my culture and also present it in a really dope way. You know what I'm saying? Not, um, you know, there's a lot of mediocre stuff out there mm-hmm. and I never, w- I never want to be considered mediocre ever in life. So I think Facts. that, okay. so I think yeah. that I really do a good job of like presenting um, things done very well and pro and in a good way with, you know, I think I have a pretty good taste level. So it's just, I, I, I tackle things that way. Well, that's good. That's definitely good for your art. And you see it in your art that Thank there's, you. there's definitely a lot of love, a lot of work put into your art, mm-hmm. which I love about that. Um, anything that anytime somebody does their work and you can just tell the difference yeah. between somebody who's surface level Mm-hmm. Who's yes. doing stuff because it's trendy? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, and who's doing stuff because it genuinely comes from a place yeah. of true artistry mm-hmm. and true love of trying to express yeah. what's inside. Essentially, we're taking our feelings in any art form. If you're talking singing, if you're talking painting, if you're talking whatever art you do, you're taking a piece of yourself and putting it out for people to see. Yeah, and that is the true vulnerability of being an artist. I think of being mm-hmm. a creative is mm-hmm. taking what's inside and showing it to the world and kind of hoping that they're on board with it. Yeah. Because there is like this paranoia of like, I'm putting this stuff out there and you're like, I hope you guys get it the way I want you to get but, it. But you know, for you, you've done this for such a long time, right? Mm-hmm. That do you think now you just like, bueno, if they get it, they get it. If they don't, oh, they you don't. reach it. Yeah. At a certain point in your uh, career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You reach that point where you're like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's just confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you just you gain confidence through your different for through your various experiences yeah. and accomplishments. Mm-hmm. You realize like, oh, OK, so I'm not crazy. Yeah. I do know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that changes the game for you. Yeah. When you're in that place of like whether you get it or not mm-hmm. is no longer relevant because I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I have full confidence in what I'm doing. Do you get blocks? Blocks? Like or like a block. Like a writer's block writer's or block. like oh yeah, I yeah. totally and but there's ways that I pull myself out of it. Um one of the ways that I did learn was from an acting class I took in California with Leslie Kahn. Shout out to Leslie Kahn. Uh, <laughs> I took a sitcom acting class with her and it was like a an 8 week intensive. Mm-hmm. And one of the best things that she ever taught me, I mean, besides the fact that one of the things she taught me about acting was if you don't listen to your scene partner, mm-hmm. like that's 99% of what people do wrong in acting. Yeah, because it's about reaction. Yeah, it's totally about reacting. They, that's why I say acting is reacting. reacting absolutely. Um, that's a great Sarah Silverman joke that I'll tell in a second. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of the things that she taught us was how to activate the creative parts of our brain by taking a break from what we normally do creatively mm-hmm. and doing something different, something completely opposite of what we do creatively. Like for me, my favorite thing was I love going to a movie when I'm having like a writer's block. I'll go to a movie. I'll pull myself out of the frustration. Mm-hmm. Go to a movie, chill, watch something creative. And then when I'm out of that movie, mm-hmm. I'm in such a creative mind state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I go, okay, now I'm ready to work because I gave my brain a break. Because mm-hmm. what we do, I think, with writer's block is we try to force it out of us. Yeah. You overthink. You're yeah. Like, yeah. And it doesn't work that way. Your brain is fried. You need a little bit of solitude, a little bit of really kind of listening to your body and going, all right, I need a break from this stress I'm, I'm imposing on myself. Yeah. Right. You know, it's funny because uh, people have asked me what I do with if I if well, do I get creators block? I'm like, I don't really No, But I think it's because um, 
I'm not forcing myself to do anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's because of like my day to day is just like it's being is consuming creativity where yeah. if it's listening to a podcast or listening to music or watching television in those in those moments is when things come to me. But I'm not like sitting down saying I have to do this now. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is where people really get hung up on the mm. whole writer's block thing yeah. is when you're forcing yourself to do something mm -hmm. instead of finding ways to organically get there. Yeah. Which I think also takes time and knowing your artistry mm -hmm. very well. I think that's very interesting because I think the pressure is not on you mm -hmm. in that sense. But creatives feel pressure and I think it has a lot to do with where we are in technology and just how quickly things are moving. They feel like I need to put something out. Yeah. I need to be doing this. Um, I, But I, I will say that I've noticed creatives who are millennials have more of that stress than anybody who I've noticed isn't a millennial. And I think it has to do with how you're raised. You know what I mean? Like constantly on, constantly thinking about a status or something like that. It's it's unfortunate. Well, it's funny. The last thing I would want to say about that is that, for instance, I don't like to take on freelance or anything, any kind of project, because then that forces me to have to think about something. Yeah, that makes so sense. So my, my natural reaction is like, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, what's your timeline? Yeah. Because I don't really Because your timeline be no timeline, so I have <laughs> my free time to work on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah being given uh, something to do is probably the most stressful. Mm -hmm. Like when you're given a task and you're like, oh, I have to do this according to what this other person wants. Yeah. Not according to what I feel yes. it should be. Which I those like. are See, yeah, that's those very interesting <laughs> with you two because like myself as more of a producer, I have had to do things like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I work well under deadlines. Like I need that pressure of like I know exactly what the guideline is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not a personal thing where, where mm -hmm. your arts are only personal. Yeah. So somebody contracting you can almost feel like annoying. It is. Yeah. yeah. I get that. It can, it can get very annoying yeah. when you have a specific thing that you have to do. You're almost like rolling your eyes like, yes, I appreciate the work and whatever. But at the same time, I'm not given the creative freedom yes. that I allow myself to have. Yeah. You know, but everybody wants you to work the same, which is the crazy idea. Yeah. They yeah. want you to work the same as you do when you have your own creative freedom, but yeah. you're under the constraints of whatever they want. Yeah. Right. You know, it's interesting because I've had people ask me this about you, Tony, which is, um, does he create things like if can you contract him for something? Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about companies. I'm talking about individuals. Oh Lord! And so for me, but even I, even I feel uh, that way. I'm not him. Money like that. But I, that's exactly. I just think it's kind of almost like it's like. Do you want to hire Gina to do comedy at your birthday party? Like, how dare Bruh. you even ask Bruh. that? No, People that's how I look tried. at no, I know, it. I know. It's rude. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also ignorant. But you're just like, really? Oh, you yeah. think? Yeah. Okay. He's gonna draw the flower no tattoo lie. for yeah. you. Two of my relatives. <laughs> <laughs> Two asked me to perform <laughs> at one at my aunt's birthday party. She asked me to perform, <laughs> and she and I was like, I don't want to say no to my tia, but I was like, I don't want to do this. But she was so hype, yo. She bought me a plane ticket. She flew wow. me to Florida. Like she treated it like she was legit hiring me. It was all business. Mm -hmm. She kept it a secret from the. It was her birthday. Mm -hmm. Peep this. This is what a G my aunt is. It was her birthday, and she booked me as the performer. <laughs> That's hard. Kept was it as she a throwing secret. money your way? Yo, she was. She threw money my way. She went by. I was like, okay, Theo. <laughs> 
But she kept it a secret from the whole family. I was like, so <laughs> introducing your surprise for yourself is me. <laughs> and you're not telling anybody else. That's so great. That's actually really good. I was just chilling in the bathroom with the bathroom attendant. The Wait, so you time. weren't even allowed into no, the party? Not until it was my time. Oh to my perform. gosh, you were full board. Yo, she went full on. <laughs> the bathroom was your green room? That was my green room. Me and the bathroom attendant thinking about the bad decisions we made in our I was like, I don't know what you what brought you here, lady, but uh, my tia paid for me to be here. <laughs> We're sitting there just talking, yo, until she finally introduced me, which is like, and now for your entertainment, your cousin. <laughs> like, what the hell? Mi sobrina, <laughs> Gina. Desde el Bronx. <laughs> yo, it was hilarious. That's and then funny. I performed at my brother's wedding as well. Mm. Like, when people have asked me to do that, I did a birthday party too. Somebody hired me for their little brother's birthday party. <laughs> no, wow. it was uh, it was a terrible situation. Speaking of terrible situations, we have to go into what we're remixing the segment. <laughs> why Why am I like this too? Mm. Why are y'all like this? Mm. Because I had an incident. Mm. Had a situation. Literally like an hour ago. Yes. I'm sitting at this bougie cafe here uh, on the Upper West Side. And, you know, it's cold outside. So my nose is very stuffy. So I'm like blowing my nose, whatever. I'm trying not to be too annoying, but I'm like blowing my nose because I got mocos. What do you want me to do, son? And I got my little Vicks inhaler because I can't live my life without Vicks. So the guy, there's an older guy sitting across from me at another table. And every time I blow my nose, he's giving me dirty looks. Every single time. <laughs> every <laughs> single. And he's an older, older white dude. We also have this theory that in this neighborhood specifically... It happens a lot. Yeah, that people are just judgy in this neighborhood. Okay. Like on the Upper West Side. Yeah, sorry, yeah. y'all suck. No, so, they can afford <laughs> to be judgy. Yeah, because they're paying mad money. So they're like, why are you in my neighborhood, pre peasant? So I'm <laughs> sitting there blowing my nose. And this viejo, he's like across from me. This dude is an older white dude. He was in his like, I don't know, like mid hundreds. I have no idea how old this man was. But he was clearly Crypt Keeper age. And he's like sitting across from me, judging me. Every time I blow my nose, he's just looking up. Finally. And I knew it. I said to myself, he's going to say something to me. He's going to say something to me. Finally, he goes, you're just spreading germs. Mm -hmm. And I go, how? Like, this is when the Bronx came. I was like, how, my guy? How? I said, how am I spreading germs? I'm blowing my nose into a tissue. I said, if I was blowing my nose into nothingness, then, yeah, I would be spreading germs. And then he pauses and he goes, well, you're breathing. And I go, well, everybody in this <laughs> shop is breathing. So I guess they're part of the problem, too, according to your theory, right? And he just stood quiet. And I was like, you're breathing? Are you adding to this, sir? Oh, and nice. then I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And you I just, him? yeah, yeah. And I just sat there and I drank my coffee and we just grilled each other for the rest of the time there. <laughs> we just looked at each other like we just mutually hated each other. Did he get up to come and talk to you? No. Oh, he just said it from across he the room? He said it no, from there's across like two the tables. table. There's like two oh, tables. Okay. It was close to each other. So he, it's not like he had to yell. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, my man's, if you you started with the wrong person, I am not from this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> like, you thought you was going to say that. And I was going to be like, I'm so sorry. But I was like, oh, no, we could do this. <laughs> we could debate this right now, sir. Oh, Especially man. since like five seconds after he said that, he coughed just into the air. Like, just, <laughs> just, just, wait, do you think it was a passive aggressive cough or like a legit no, cough? No, because he looked at me like, my bad. Like, he looked up like, <laughs> my bad. I didn't even cover my mouth. <laughs> like, I, he knew he lost. He, said he, he knew that. he lost. <laughs> he knew he lost the argument then and there. I was like, That's my man, I don't even got to tell you nothing, son. Mm. Ding, ding, ding. I win this <laughs> argument right now. <laughs> Yo, but I've never been so tight. Like, you ever get so mad at a, a like a, an all, like, not even an altercation, but like, 
a, a conversation with somebody where I felt like my hands were shaking. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to hold in this rage. So, cause I really wanted to go in on you him. You want to pop off. And like embarrass the shit out of him, but yeah. I couldn't. I was like, I got to keep myself calm mm. because it's also, and I say this all the time, when you're in a situation and you're a person of color, the yeah. way that I react, yeah, like if I go off on you mm-hmm. now, oh look at that that girl, that Spanish girl, she's so snotty, she's yeah. this, she's that. I'm like, come on now, you was ignorant, you are being ignorant. Mm-hmm. You're just not minding your business because yeah. there's yeah. nobody talking to you. Nobody was. Are you a doctor, sir? You want to come check out my mocos? You got a whole bag full of Claritin <laughs> or whatever? You want to help a sister out? Or are you just gonna sit there and judge me? Because my nose is stuffed. What would you have done, Tony? Fight him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't see Tony fighting. I would have fighting. told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. In absolutely. those exact words at the cafe. Yeah, probably. Hey, yeah. okay. Yeah. Because he would have deserved it. He really did deserve it because he really talked to me. Like some people come out of pocket because they think you won't say anything. Yeah, yeah, true. They look at you like, oh, this looks like a safe person to say something to. And then when you school them, mm-hmm. they just sit back and they got nothing to say because he saw that I was getting upset. Yeah. And he just kind of like he chilled because I was like, I will embarrass the shit out of you right now, sir. I will make you upset. I will make you leave this cafe. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation similar? Well, the um, I don't know if you remember this, but I told you when there was one of the trips that went to L.A. This I sat I was in the middle seat and this man sits next to me. No, not even in the middle seat. It was on. The, I was in the window. Yeah, <laughs> you remember I told seats. you, yeah. right? I was in the window. He was right next to it. And like this was Delta. So it's like. The, it's different than JetBlue, so I was, I'm, you know, I'm a big dude, so it was like my arms was hovering, yeah, over this this thing here. He sits down and he, the, as soon as he walks in, he sits down. He's like looking at it, and he's done it like looking at your t- arm. Keeps looking at my arm, but my arm is not on the rest. It's just hovering. It's just hovering by. It, hovering. There's not a lot of space. Yeah, and then it's cutting into his, you know, whatever. And he was like, and I was like, is there a problem? He was like, yeah, your your elbow is in my space. And I'm like, wait, so what? What do you expect me to do? Like, sit like this? Like just- he was like, yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> 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 and that's it. But the thing is that I was so petty that I never got up from the seat to that use the restroom. Because Six hours. not to tell him, excuse me. I didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> You didn't want him to I do, respect do, do me, so much. He's I respect that so much. Do me no favors. Yeah. Yo, do me I no favors. And, so much. And then on top of that, right, <laughs> when we got there, when we landed, his um his luggage was r- not above ours, but like t- to the side. Yeah. So when he got up to go get his thing, I automatically stood up. And it's like, yeah, now you're going to have to, like, he got to wait for me. Yep. To move to get out of the the, the, the oh, plane. Oh, I like dick. that level of petty. I love it. Yeah, yeah very strategic. I'm very petty, even, man. You're a cancer. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's I love it. Do. I love the level of petty, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we was having a very petty conversation earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we do. It's terrible. That's all we do. There's so something terrible. about pettiness that can be so rewarding, though. I hate to oh, say yeah. it, because I know it it's not a great thing. A good oh, wow. petty win. But to me, pettiness can sometimes teach somebody a lesson. Especially if it's somebody that wasn't expecting you to react the way you did. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, like there's some there's somebody recently who ticked me off. And I said something to them and they weren't expecting me to say something. And now the relationship with that person has completely changed. Like, you know how somebody's energy changes around you? Oh, Mm -hmm. I know who you're talking about. Yes. (laughs) Because I said, you know, I, I, I was I didn't like 
something that somebody has said to me about uh, a certain situation. You're being very nice. I'm by being not very even nice. I'm being very me. nice right now because I, I don't believe in. Uh, I don't want to trash talk because no, I think that's childish. That's yeah. But somebody, yeah, somebody came out of pocket, and my reaction was not what they thought it was going to be, mm. and now their energy is different around yeah. me. Because once you show somebody, it's yeah. like, oh, no, no, I'm a nice person. Yeah. But don't try to play me. I know. Because it's like, once you try to play me, that's when you're going to see the real ugly side of this yeah, nice person. Yeah, you know, person. I always give a disclaimer. Yeah. No, no. It, he's very serious. He always gives a disclaimer. I give a disclaimer. Like, yo, we're, like when I'm feeling that thing, because you know, I'm always low energy and I'm chilling and whatever. But when, you, when I'm driven to this part, I'm giving you a disclaimer. Yeah. Like it's about like my to man's, happen. You got five minutes, yeah, <laughs> to chill, or you got you want to chill right now. I've mm-hmm. said that before to people where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you sit in that yeah. right now because I need you to have time to think, yeah, mm-hmm. about yep, what you yep, just said, yep, exactly. Because I'm about to come out of my face and you're mm-hmm. not gonna like that, yeah. Ooh, the like way that, that you reel it like, in, this is what we're doing now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I wish the world could see the little dance. <laughs> like that's what we doing now. Oh, yeah. we gonna get into this now. There's a part of you that like that yeah. little inner child, that ego that's inside of you that can't wait till you let it take over. Because mm-hmm. that's what happens when you get mad. You let your ego take over. Yeah. But don't let it be somebody who I was already waiting to be petty. Oh yeah, you. yeah. Because that's the best. That's right. That's oh, when yes. you're like. Oh, I already got lined up ideas. Somebody, yeah, you. somebody yeah. you've been wanting to tell off, and oh, then they yeah. just give you that that, that in. in. I have Ooh. an inspiration board. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have a Pinterest. Mood board. <laughs> I have a mood board. I have a Pinterest board of all the people I want to go off on <laughs> so badly. That's Tony's petty Pinterest board. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's petty, Pinterest. petty Pinterest. Petty Pinterest. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Um, let's get into our Dear Gina, actually. So Dear Gina is a segment of the show where fans, they write in, they give a, a certain questions they're asking yeah. advice about. So this one's an interesting one. I don't know if I could uh, go through this one. Dear Gina, should I go to a Friendsgiving hosted at my ex's house? Mm. These are mutual friends that mm-hmm. we are both still in touch with, but I'm not sure if I should or I shouldn't. What would you do? Is it a girl or a guy? Um, do you know what it is? Yes. This came from a female. Okay. Oh. Uh, her ex is a male. Oh, okay. Um, and so I, I said personally, like for me, uh, unless I'm cool with the ex, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm cool with maybe one or two of my exes, but if there's any kind of residual feelings left over on either person's part, you are stepping into dangerous territory yeah. going to a Friendsgiving. Yep. Yeah, I just feel some type of way that it's at their house. At whose house? At, at, at the, the ex's house. house. Oh, hell to the But that's what who's, the, who sent the invitation? We need information, lady. Yeah. We don't know who said. But let's just. So assume. the ex invited her to a friend's giving. No, let's just assume that this is like a because she said mutual friends, yeah. so it's a group. Okay. Um, for some reason in my mind, I'm oh, like, like they got an invite on Facebook and yeah. it's a group thing. Mm-hmm. But she saw the address. Yeah. And it's dude's house. Mm-hmm. Do you go? You asking me? Yeah. yeah. If you were in that situation, so this is the thing. So so again, back to being petty. Yes. Right. I believe when people break up, go back to your groups. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. original friendship groups. Go back to your original friends. See, but that's hard. Okay, I'm gonna. No, I'll, I'll explain. I'll me. give. A, I'll give a scenario. I don't make friends. In collaboration, in, friends. <laughs> collaborative <laughs> friends. In college, um, me and my ex had a similar group. Like literally, all our friends were connected. So they all to this day, one of my best friends is married to his fraternity brother. So mm-hmm. I mean, is getting married. So next year at that wedding, we will both be there. 
Yeah. So in that situation, we're not enemies. We're not friends. But that's we, some high school shit. I mean, whatever. Well, college. it was college. Yeah. But I'm saying in this situation, what if that's it? Do you go? No. I don't know. I wouldn't go because it's at his house. Well, if it was at someone else's, I yeah, would go. Maybe. Well, as a guy in mm-hmm. this situation, hypothetically mm-hmm. speaking, and she has some fine ass friends, I would go. <laughs> Here's the patty. Here's yeah, the patty. Here it is. <laughs> if her friends look good, though. I'm going because there's always that one friend that you wish you that could. You were, yeah, right? <laughs> that you wish the you could. The one that you were with. like, yo, I saw her after I saw you. Yeah, exactly. But now that you got a man, right? Yeah, yeah. you got a so man. So you have We all here. We all friends, oh, right? We, it's wow. Friendsgiving. Wow. Yeah. Friendsgiving friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me get a little giving from one of my friends. <laughs> like a pool. <laughs> I don't know if I would go. Like I said, if I'm not cool with the ex, and it is weird, you are right, that it's at his house. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would go if it was his Probably house. Probably has a new girl, too. Yeah. That's another thing. Like, yeah. when you're around a new girl. So, again, said wedding. I'm going to have to be around how many new, years? How many years was that, though? This? How many years was that, like, when you're college? Yeah, you're We college dated guy. for about a good five years. No, that was a long time ago. Right, but hold on. So I'll give you the scenario. We broke up many years ago. We have no contact. Yeah. But I found out recently that homegirl, his girl, mm-hmm. who we've never met, acts a certain type of way with my best friend because she's best friends with me. So she feels some yeah, type of way Yeah, but that's her me. problem. Well, exactly. You know what? You and should go just for reason. the petty part. No, I'm, I would I'm go in, just for that. Yeah. yeah. I'm in this wedding. A, so no matter what, there's a reset. to my group. There's yeah. a reset. Like when you, when like you and that dude dated a long time oh, ago. Oh, it's a decade it's like, reset. Yeah. That's a, that yeah. a that's nothing that But I'm not going to lie. Part of my petty is um, I just have to look even 10 times better yeah because this is how girls work we'd be like i'm i'm gonna let you know this is what it is and then her too so yeah. have, a, have a good night like mm, good luck with the b team yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i you don't left, think they should you go. left the a team so uh good luck with the b team son it's your b team choices son. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't i in my opinion don't go um especially if it's a recent breakup because yeah. you might you might get hurt yeah you might in the end, the person is going to act like a different version of them. And I think that sometimes you have this expectation, like once you've gotten close with somebody and you've broken up, unless it's been like a decade, now y'all different people, y'all lived different lives. Yeah. But if it's close enough, yeah, you're going there, and if you were with them and they were living in that apartment, yeah. there's just too no. many layers to this. If that was y'all's place... As and then you got to go back to what was your place with right. that person. Yeah. I'd be like, nah, 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 nah. She should break, break up with her friends. <laughs> exactly. No, you should make the point of I'm not going. Yeah. And then eventually one of them is going to be like, why are you not going? And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. This is what I don't. I don't even think there's anything wrong with somebody saying like, yeah, I'm not going because it's at his house. That's mad weird. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, you're right. That's mad weird. But I respect it. I'm right. You're right. Break up with your friends because there should have been one friend who said, Yo, you sure that we should host it at so-and-so's house? Because Yeah, because then she can't. She's not going to feel you know comfortable what I mean? coming. I was just having a flashback about something. Oh, you saw, <laughs> I saw it in his eyes, too. <laughs> there was, there was, he was Can reliving. you tell us about it? No, I was just thinking about Um, it wasn't me. It was like an ex-girlfriend of mine who uh, had gone to a brunch and her ex was there. Um, and I think there was. Oh, because I saw the pic. I saw a picture on social media. Mm-hmm. Wait, were y'all dating? Yeah. At this time? Yeah. Interesting, and like, um, and I saw her sitting next to him, and like they were talking. Mm-hmm. But when you have like, but when you know their story, yeah, and what happened, yeah. So your context, huh? 
you had context. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, and it's like, you didn't tell me like this happened. Right. Oh, whatever. she didn't even tell oh, you? Oh, wait, you saw it in real time? Like you saw it while it was happening or like afterwards? I so think you, it might have been afterwards. Oh, so she never brought it Or in real time. I but it tight. wasn't bought up. Right. That's oh, the problem. I was the one that tight. That's the I was problem. like, so, estaba fulano de tal there. Mira, I have evidence. So, according to Exhibit A. <laughs> and they were talking? Wow. Yeah. Damn. Okay, first off, girl, that's what you should have realized. Don't sit anywhere with this camera because exactly. if you got mad, I'm so sorry. But yeah. you got you to gotta pay attention to You got to like be that. smart about stuff like that. Or why did she sit there? Like, was it assigned seating? Yeah. Or did he come over and sit next to her and talk to her? Probably. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. We're not going to talk about that <laughs> dumbness. Anyway, uh, we do have to wrap up. So, Tony, tell the lovely people where they can find you. You can find me on IG and Twitter at Peralta Project. Um, project is spelled P-R-J-C-T. And my website is PeraltaProject.com. Fantastic, Catherine. Tell the lovely people where they can find you. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go French for a second there. Clearly. Well, they can find you. Uh, you can find me on IG. It's at Catherine G. Mendoza. That's at K A T A G R I N E G. M E N D O Z A. I love the dance you do. <laughs> she does this every time, by the way. Um, and then on Twitter, it is at Kathy Grace24. I'm not spelling that out. I know. Because I you always mess really, that up. Really... I mess up my own name. <laughs> Just just Google Catherine Mendoza Twitter and you will find her or several other Catherine Mendozas. And then good luck. Yeah, whatever. Good luck. It's this on you to do the work. You guys know <laughs> you can find me on the gram at G Brion. The website is GinaBrion.net. Check out my HBO special, which is on all of HBO streaming platforms. And uh, just keep up with me. I have a, a bunch of cool stuff that's coming up. I always like to end the show with a quote that my mom still says to me to this day when life throws a lot at you. Handle it one catastrophe at a time. Mm. Until next time, guys. Juices. get the work twice daily. Looking real sweet with the bike like daily. Hands on deck, I swim in it like David. Yeah, do it like that. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Looks damn good, but really she type bad. Go to sleep, I call him my night cat. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm.